get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach, Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Good morning, family, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Pink Millionaire and Cole Smith Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind, so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you, and that's for you to build a big business. We are coaching you every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you haven't done this already, go ahead and share the call with others. Um, they can literally uh, dial in just like you did, 602-753-1848, or they can listen online with their smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. So this is going to be probably the most challenging of the series of I am an unstoppable entrepreneur. I'm giving you the heads up, but you know when I share there's going to be a challenge, there's always a solution. This is going to be the opportunity for you to probably get as close to God as you ever have been, closer than you've ever been, as well as to get a high level of understanding of how to create riches and why probably up until now you've been having a challenge with creating riches, abundance. So we are now in the sub that we're going to be discovering the money in your mind. Now, we are also using our companion, Think and Grow Rich, but we're doing this for kingdompreneurs. Literally, literally, this is going to be a book. God has helped me through his Holy Spirit discover the full connection of God and Think and Grow Rich, as well as to Break it down in terms that you can understand on today along with the word of the Lord. I want us to definitely hone in. We're on the chapter now of transmutation. If you're reading the original Thinking Grow Rich, it says sexual transmutation. And I know there are some who probably read this book and said, I wonder how she's going to put the twist on this with God. But God is all in this. I want you to follow me very closely as I give with you the word of the Lord that aligns with what Napoleon Hill discovered, but maybe not have clearly explained. He understood it. But the perspective of it has been taken out of context for ages. So I want you to turn in your Bibles. You're going to have a few scriptures. And guess what? I think I need to just do a whole list because there's a bunch of scriptures around this that connects to transmutation. And you might be saying, what the world is that? I am going to explain. But I want you to go to Colossians 3 and 14. You're going to also have John 10, 10. B, okay, we'll use the full John 10.10 10 at another 
at another chapter, but John 10, 10 B as well as Matthew 6 and 21. So I'm going to review that again for you. It's Colossians 3 and 14, John 10, 10 B as well as Matthew 6 and 21. We've got to go to the Lord right now because many people have misused and may not understand love and how love can help you create an abundance of riches in all area of your life. We're all seeking this. We all want it. And we all lose our way at some point in time of accessing love. Although love never goes anywhere because God is too big, he can't move. But let's go down this journey of transmutation as the Holy Spirit ushers us into the highest level of understanding. Father God, we come before you. We honor you on today because today is a day you've made and we're so glad and rejoice we're here in the land of the living. Almighty God, omniscient, all-knowing God, the infinite intelligence that the world tries to understand, but you're so big that our job is not to understand, but is to worship and obey. Because we are seeking your face and not your hand through your Holy Spirit, who dwells on the inside of those who will believe. Many of us have discounted who you are, but Holy Spirit, have your way like never before here at Power Start Your Day. This is your platform because we do not have but an imitation of power without you. We thank you, oh dear Lord, that as you are having your servant decrease, may your Holy Spirit increase like never before. For us to understand how do we create and turn our thoughts into the things that we truly want. We're turning our thoughts into things every day. But let us Mature in the way that you've given us the power of our minds. Let us bring our entire being and mind under subjection of the Holy Spirit, laying down the weight of the world and picking up the yoke of the kingdom. We're grateful, though, Father God, that we're all raising to a higher level, higher vibration. And going into the realm of the heavens, you've given us this authority to be able to operate in all of these areas, but we've chosen the world. Today we choose you, the kingdom. We choose to listen to the voice of your Holy Spirit as we quiet down our Minds, as we know, he will whisper. We don't want to miss it. We're thankful, Father God, that now our mind is primed and we're ready to hear and learn how we will think and grow rich the way you intended. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood 
of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, so I will encourage you that you will go ahead and Open your Bible. Because I think that you're going to get a lot of information here. So it says the money is in your mind. And let me tell you something about your mind. Your mind starts in your heart. And so Colossians 3.14 tells us, and above all these things put on love, which binds together in perfect harmony. Binds together in perfect harmony. When things are in harmony, great things are created. The opposite of that is disharmony, confusion. We know, I'm telling you, this stuff is common sense, but has it been brought to you in this way? That when you have a confused mind, you don't create anything but more confusion. But when your mind is set on the things of God, intentionally, not just to be in worship, not just so people can know you're a prayer warrior. I'm talking about to use it for everyday life. Now you will be able to accumulate an abundant life. And so John 10, 10, B. Now John 10, 10, A tells you what the enemy comes to do. Still kill, destroy. That is where most people live. They will hear the truth, and they will try to manipulate it, tear it down, or even make it not the truth. This is where most people live. But the Bible has been here way before me. I'm only going to be 46, and it's been here way before me. As a matter of fact, we're going into uh, a whole new decade, and it's been here since before 2020 years because we have the B.C., And then now we have the AD. So it says, John 10.10b says, I come that they, us, might have life and that they may have life more abundantly. We're talking about more than enough, fullness and joy, strength, what have you. And when I start talking about this transmutation, we're talking about where people live at the lowest vibration, that they're so negative, that they're always trying to pull down, and they are absolutely dysfunctional, operating in the wrong mind, and they don't create anything more but confusion. When we start talking about transmutation, we're talking about how you're turning your thoughts into things. And so Matthew 6 and 21 says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. I'm going to say it one more time. That your mind 
begins with your heart. Your mindset, the way you think, is determined based off of where you are in your heart. This is why we've always trained on, hey, lead with the heart, not the head. If you are leading with the heart, not the head, you allow now the Holy Spirit to give you exactly what to say to people, to give you exactly what to do, to tell you places to go that you'd be like, why am I going here? And then it ends up being a blessing. And so we start talking about the the chapter of transmutation. It says to change from one form or substance to another, to transform or convert. So now we're talking about converting our thoughts into things. Now, I want you to know this is happening all the time. They have had studies, not only on the human brain, but even on living things. I know you've seen this before, where they might show a plant where the owner of the plant is speaking words of love, encouragement, build up, what have you, and the plant flourish. And they have another plant where the owner is speaking doubt, hate, mean things, and the plant withers. Well, if this is what can happen to a plant, meaning that we talk to the plant, but the plants do talk back to us, it communicates with us through its growth, through its flourishing. Well, it's the same thing with us with humans. Our thoughts become the things in our life. That's why they say that an idle mind is a devil workshop. When the thoughts are not intentional and definitely not moving towards higher things, you cannot create this level of success I'm talking about in that low emotional state. The hateration, the jealousy, the discouragement, the doubt, all those things, it's difficult to create riches. And when people operate in those things, those are the same people that will be talking bad about rich people. Not realizing that that energy in itself, you're transferring those thoughts into the things that you don't have, but you really want. When we have where people literally don't operate in love. Now, in the original Thinking Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill talks about love as sex. But I want you to know that there are multiple loves. And we're not talking about the Eros love. That is one love that is operating. That's not the only way you create riches. He meant love, but he said sex. So when you start thinking about this, this is where you have some of the wealthy people. If you pay attention, not only wealthy, but people, they get into sports or whatever, and you start always hearing where sex is abused. They're taking this from the training, even of thinking grow rich. I've spoken to some wealthy people. They're taking this to that. This is where they start having all sorts of inappropriate. But in the word, it tells us about sexual immorality. So eventually, it leads to destruction. So what we're talking about here with transmutation, we're not talking about the misuse or abuse of sex. We're not talking about Eros love. We're talking about 
the filial love, which is friendship and goodwill and things like that, where you have good thoughts towards people. You have good thoughts towards your prospects, towards your business, towards your upline. Now, better things come to you because you're not realizing you're creating your world. You can literally have people in the same company. One is flourishing, living the life they want to, and another is like, oh, my gosh, this does not work. This is so hard. One person is like, no, this is awesome. I'm in my purpose. I'm helping people. The other person might even say, I'm just about the money. It doesn't matter how it hurts people. I just want, I just want to get what I want. It doesn't matter who gets hurt in the process. And both of those people could be in the same company creating totally different experiences, and their thoughts become things. Now, when we start talking about the storge love or familiar love, this is where you get from this, hey, I'm, 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 I'm looking out for you, I have goodwill for you, to where now you take it to the next level of where you understand that you, even as a leader, as a business partner, whatever, that these are your family, which means that you would not do to people what you wouldn't want done to you. When you have this level of love, now the Holy Spirit literally can unction you and you will obey it to say, you know what, I'm not going to do things that would hurt my family. You got the agape love, which is the universal love. This is the love you have for everyone, for strangers, the person who has the big heart, the big philanthropist. And if you pay attention, this type of love, when people go into philanthropy, the more they sow, the more they reap. I think you're getting this. So for those who are, I just want to say it's stingy, for those who operate in scarcity, it's difficult for you to transmutate your energy into riches. Literally, even if you start accumulating, it depletes fast. Because you'll literally only spend money for consumption, not for growth, scarcity. Or you have the ludus love, the playful, uncommitted love, what have you. I think we might want to call it lust. You see that? Ludus, lust. Well, this is immature, and it's really self-sufficient. This kind of love, you might get temporary pleasure but definitely not long-term success and riches. And now we have the pragma love. It's literally where, you know what? It might have started off like Eros love. This is where you get into long-term success. Marriages that last a long time, friendships that last a long time, where it's now about late. If it's with an individual, it's not about the sex. It's really, I love you as a person. You're part of my life, what have you. And this is another reason why you will hear how a lot of married couples, they say men who are married typically live longer. You know, women who are married, or if you have, you know, the husband, I mean, you're, you're, it's more long-term success. And then you have the Felicia love, which is the self-love. We're not talking about the selfish love. 
We're talking about this love that now you regard yourself at a higher level. You begin to believe in yourself. I am telling you right now that the transmutation as we now go into the training is that you want to know that love trumps all. And if you operate in this, it creates a higher vibration in you. This is why I've been to so many trainings on wealth. And they might do exercises of having you visualize the best or the happiest times in your life. They want you to now be able to access these memories of love at the highest level. I've done this, and they'll say, when did you first experience love? And for some of us, we might go back to our parents, or we might be going back to the birth of our own children. Most times, when people begin to really connect from a love standpoint, typically, it's not connected to sex. And when you begin to get this, you're going to understand that you can literally transfer the life you have now when you put things in the order that God intended it to and create massive, massive success because the money is in your mind. Now, you know, guys, I speak raw. I'm not going to tiptoe around it because I'm not your pastor. I am a leader, and I am a leader that God has placed clearly to just say it how it is. I am saying things that some people would be afraid of. They couldn't explain it. They would say, okay, inappropriate. Absolutely not. What I'm sharing with you is that Dr. Miles Monroe always shared with us whenever there is abuse of a thing or the misuse of a thing, abuse occurs. When someone don't know what something is really made for, they mess it up. And so when you begin to understand that love was made and created to help you have massive success, you will stop hating on folks. You will stop being jealous. You will start now sowing into fertile ground, places where it's already flourishing and fertile. This is the opposite of what most people believe. I am telling you right now, this is why some people even have challenges with tithes and offerings. They'll say the church already got money. I don't have any. Releasing the idea that this was a system that God put in place so that your storehouse can go into overflow. And then now, when you get to the tithe, you might say, I'm not doing anything extra. Remember in the book, it talks about, are you one that will do more than what you're paying for? Some people feel like, okay, tithe. I paid my tithes. I don't owe nothing else. They're not understanding the power of sowing and reaping and saying, wait a minute, offering is for overflow. Tithes is just to protect what you got. Offering is for overflow. Then you should be gladly, cheerfully giving of your time, your energy, and your resources to grow good things. So when we start thinking about this, we know that everyone, They want to feel love, but do they give it? 
I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes love is tough. And this is where now we get into you understanding that they discuss things like the sixth sense of the Holy Spirit. We'll go into that further as we go into the chapter on the subconscious mind. This is where now you can deliberately on purpose. This is why they talk about most people who are wealthy. They tell you go into meditation and they want you to go into meditation. But this is what you need to do, kingdom builder. This is what you do, kingdom preneur. You know that the sixth sense they're talking about, the infinite intelligence they're talking about, is the Holy Spirit. Call his name. Put some respect on his name. Acknowledge the Holy Spirit as the Spirit of God that dwells within you. Now you can start communicating with him. And now when you start making the sixth sense so mysterious, God told us in the book of Acts that when you receive the Holy Spirit, you receive power. This is how at Pentecost, all of these different tongues came into one accord because now they were all in harmony as we talked about in the very beginning. And so this is what I want you to understand. If you don't read your Bible, go back and read it. Because it's already laid out in here. They want to make it seem like only certain people have access. But God said, ask, seek, and knock, and it will be opened. You asking the wrong folk. You seeking the wrong things. You knocking at the wrong doors. The money is in your mind. But your mind starts with your heart. You work with a pure heart and clean hands. Now you become a vessel where God can flow. Freedom. If the Spirit of the Lord can flow through you, then now you can access freedom. I want to know who wants to access freedom on today. Because I know as we go back in, and this is a prime example, when we go back and listen, this is a prime example of the Holy Spirit because these are not in my notes. I'm like, do I need to go and continue on with the notes? This is the thing. That small voice. That's not coming from the outside. It's coming from the inside. That you will make way for a clear space for the Holy Spirit. They want to call it sixth sense. They want to call it infinite intelligence. He is infinite intelligence. He is the one that will bring all of God's word into our remembrance. It's not a thing. It's a person. When you start making it like infinite intelligence is a thing, then it seems further away from you. It seems unaccessible. But he's not. He just needs you to welcome him in. 
and be for real, for real. Be 100 about it. You know how you 100, 100 about all these other things? Be 100 about the Holy Spirit and say, speak to me. I acknowledge who you are. I'm lost, but I know you can show me the way. Holy Spirit, have your way in this vessel, in this mind. Take full control of every faculty, my thoughts. Give me the thoughts of abundance. Help me recognize when I'm not operating in that. I give you permission to nudge me. To pull me back. Holy Spirit, give me clarity on exactly what I need to do. Who do I need to call? Get quiet. And then now, those actions will now start turning your thoughts into things. You want to know how I've been not chasing people down, invited into the highest of circles. It's the vibration that attracts them. You'll walk and they'll say, whoa, who's that? Wow. You have access to it too. And so when we start thinking about money in our mind, cannot be created in scarcity. You want big business but you pinch and skim on your marketing dollars. You want God to deliver big things for you, but you start feeling some kind of way in your heart when the church say, can you sow an extra seed? They just want money. You want all of the intelligence, but when you have to invest in training, you're like, how much is that? I'm sharing with you right now, your thoughts are things. And wherever your treasure is, that is where your heart is. And so I want us to open up. This is our opening in the money is in your mind. I think that some people are probably going to have to go back and listen again. Transmutation, again, is turning one thing, some element, into the form of something else. What we will call this in the kingdom is manifestation. There's a lot of people who have information without manifestation. They're smarter than the wealthiest of people, but you don't see the manifestation. There's a missing link. You have people who people have had success more than you. You won't respect it or honor it where you think you got more. That thought process in itself is scarcity. It should be more looking at how can I collaborate with those thoughts to create bigger things, not compete with them. It also will make you feel very authentic. You won't grab other people's things and try to make it like it's your own. The creative imagination that's only created through infinite intelligence begins to take shape in your life, and everything you do, and including your bank account. 
I want to take a caller, just one caller on today, and I want to see what's our thoughts here. Money is in our mind. 404 last four eighty eight twenty seven. only because I don't want this to go too, too long. Good morning. Are you there? Let's see here. We can't hear. We're going to go into this one. They just lit up. 704 I'd love some feedback on the money is in your mind with transmutation. How are you? Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. How are you, Queen? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yes, I can hear you. This is Shamika Jackson from Calgary, North Carolina. Hey, good morning, Queen. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Oh, my God. I can't believe I got in. It's my first time actually getting in the queue. But um, it was just a blessing to hear from you. And when when you first talked about um, building the bonds and showing the different levels of love, you know, we had a situation that happened. My businesses just started growing, and I have business partners in my area. And it was some differences today this weekend. And I actually sat down with each one of them and was able to, you know, speak to them and let them pour their heart out. And have an understanding that, you know, when you have God in the midst and you take you out and allow him to take over, that anything is possible. And just thank you for your leadership and all that you do for Power Start Your Day. And, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm going to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> it makes a huge difference. When we broke down those seven, uh, seven loves, and, you know, in the Bible, you'll see typically about four, four and uh, maybe go to five, but about four from the, the biblical studies I've had. And I don't mind even being corrected. If it's more, it's fine. But typically, I've always heard them talk more about four. But when we start breaking down the different ones down to seven, and people will understand which love are they operating in at which time. And the lowest of it is the one, the arrows. But most people think that that's what it is. That's where they talk about looking for love in all the wrong places and where people end up uh, more in abusive situations, typically abusing themselves, uh, looking for love in all the wrong places when love is walking around with them every day. And we can create so much more in that. And so I just want you guys to go and power start your day group and communicate on transmutation. Because when you're reading it in the original uh, version of Napoleon Hill, people might get lost at the language that he's using. And I want you to know that when you now seek the Holy Spirit, he'll break down complicated things like baby food. So much that not only you can understand it, but then more importantly that you can communicate it or explain it. And so when you start even seeking him to build your business, once you seek him to help you understand it, I use this strategy, how I broke down comp plans and everything, seeing it simple to create systems for my team that has created me multi, multi millions of dollars. The complicated things made simple. The Holy Spirit did that for me. I am not that smart and I will dare not try to take credit, but I was able to experience the abundance. So let's go. Go look up some scriptures in the Holy Spirit. I'm going to post a few more that I have uh, just so you could do a study on the Holy Spirit. I did a study on the Holy Spirit about uh, eight years ago. It blew my mind, changed my life forever. And I know where to go even when I falter, even when it gets hard. I know exactly where to go. And it's on the inside, definitely not the outside. 
I love you. God bless.